The following is another KXPN Sports presentation. KXPN Sports presents high school basketball. Second free throw on the way, and that one skips in and out, no good. Fighting for the rebound, has it, kicks it out for a three-pointer. Stewart hits it. Second three for Stewart. Tonight, it's a Fort Kearney Conference doubleheader from Amherst as the Broncos battle the Loomis Wolves. High School Basketball in ESPN Tri-Cities is brought to you by the KXPN Sports Club. They try and find a way to break this press, and they turn it over again for Elo, who goes in for another layup. Back-to-back -back layups for Ethan Elo. It's been a tough first week of the season for our girls' squads against area top 10 teams, while the boys' game features a pair of undefeated, rated teams that could be playing for the conference title. It's the Wolves and the Broncos coming up next, but first, it's the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. We'll take you live to Amherst High School with ESPN Radio Sports Director Doug Duda right after this word from Hogemeyer Hybrids. This broadcast is made possible by Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives. Hogemeyer has over 80 years of legacy in products, service, and performance. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put a winning team to work for you with deep roots and a shared vision, call Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives, 627-1064. Well, good evening, everyone, and welcome back to Amherst. Doug Duda with you here on ESPN Tri-Cities. Glad to have you along with us. We have had some technical difficulties tonight here in Amherst, and we apologize for that. The girls' game was close in the first half, but Amherst just found the first three minutes of the third quarter and never looked back in a 64-34 win over Loomis. Hannah Herrick led the way for Amherst, and Hannah Stewart led the way for Loomis, both in double figures. I believe Herrick was six three-pointers in the ball game. She actually had 17 points in the first half and went on to add up into the uh, high 20s and uh, helping them win the ball game tonight. On Power 99, the Shelton girls beat Kennesaw again with great defense, 44-21. We'll see Kennesaw hosting Donovan Trouble tomorrow on Power 99 at 4 o'clock while Carney High girls, that last check, were winning late their ball game with Lincoln East. And we have Carney making it on Omaha Central tomorrow here on ESPN. That gets them away at 4.30. This is the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Hybrids seed dealer. This was a dandy last year. Amherst was able to win it on the road by a score of 68 to 65. These guys only had a couple of losses, and then they didn't face each other in the FKC tournament because of what Anthony Litchfield did to uh, knock off Loomis. And so it was Anthony Litchfield and Amherst's championship game instead of Loomis. So Loomis, uh, there's not a whole lot of uh, things that they need to cross off their list from last year, but this is definitely one of them, and that is the Amherst. We'll be back with a look at the starting lineup and a whole lot more as our high school basketball continues right after this. Five Points Bank has been your hometown bank for over 40 years, and now you can take us wherever you go. Mobile Deposit allows you to deposit checks from your smartphone or tablet with our free business banking app. And never pay for an ATM charge again with our MoneyPass app. It maps out ATMs near you that won't charge a fee because of its partnership with Five Points Bank. We're here to serve you in person and online, and that's why we're the better bank. 
Builders knows that you would rather spend time enjoying your home than constantly repairing it. That's why we offer only the highest quality products from the best known suppliers like Pella Windows and DeWalt Power Tools. We also know that price matters and that's why we back everything with a guaranteed price match. If you find the exact same item somewhere else, we'll match it. It's not a gimmick or a ploy, it's just our way of making sure our customers get the best products at the best prices. At Builders and Carney and Grand Island. Let's take a look at our injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. Getting you back into the game of life with a location near you. As you take a look at what's going on here for Drew Billiter, the head coach of the Loomis Wolves, he says everyone is healthy and suiting up. On the other side, same story for Amherst, but Tej Hadwiger, as the Amherst Bronco fans and everybody in the NKC knows, he uh, dislocated his hip in the first week of practice for football. And so he is still not quite 100%, but he is suited up and ready to go. But uh, Tay Shadwinger with that dislocated hip, he is kind of the leading man here when it comes to scoring and rebounding off the guys that they lost from last year. He was a starter as a freshman as well. And that's our injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back to the game of life with a location near you. Loomis and Amherst, the starting lineups are next here on ESPN Tri-City. 37 Ag and Holdridge proudly sponsors this broadcast. At 37 Ag, we strive to use cutting-edge technology and management practices to feed and fuel a growing population for the next generation. 37 Ag owner Blake Johnson and family would like to wish the Lewis High School athletes good luck in this competition. This is Bob from B&B Carpet and Donovan. So you've been thinking of new flooring but have no idea what you want or need. Let me introduce you to our family with over 50 years combined experience. Russ, Mandy, Donna, and my son Josh. Please come in to see us at B&B and we'll do our best to help you choose your new flooring. B&B Carpet and Donovan, where our customers say, that's where we always go. Buzz's Marine wants you to think about the most important time of all, family time. And what brings a family together better than boating? Everyone looks forward to being on the water, so whenever you set aside a time for boating, family and friends will be there. So this year, make it the best year ever with a visit to Buzz's Marine, the best dealer between Denver and Omaha. They have the perfect boat and boating accessories for your family's needs and easy financing to make it happen today. Buzz's Marine, 5th and Central Kearney. Find out more online at buzzesmarine.com. Time now for the starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. First off for the Wolves of Loomis, number one, six-foot senior guard Shea Swanson. Number two, six-three senior Quinn Johnson on his way to UNK. He led the estate last year and everybody that was going to the tournament at 24 points a game. Number four is a 5'11 sophomore, Kale Nelson. Number 20, 5'10 senior Aiden Perry. And number 23, 6'2 junior Clay Meyer. The head coach of the Loomis Wolves, the alum, Drew Bilder, assisted by Casey Verbka, Jason Maskey, and Mike Brummer, 2-0, ranked fourth in the preseason, moving up to one this year from D2. For the Amherst Broncos, number one is a 5-foot-10-inch sophomore, Austin Adelon. Number three, six-foot junior, Nolan Olo. Number 12, 5'11", senior, Ethan Olo. Number 21, 6'2", junior, Stout Simmons. 
The head coach is Eric Griffin, assisted by Jalen Heaton, Nate Lover, and Les Madelon. 2 0 and ranked ninth in the C2 preseason poll. The third line is brought to you by Five Point Bank, the Better Bank, and Carney. We'll tip it off. Center is proud of the area athletes and wishes them good luck in the game. CHS Agri Service Center in Alma, Holdridge, Bertrand, Loomis, Roseland, Smithfield, Overton, Bladen, Blue Hill, and Elm Creek. People and resources you can count on always. In this moment, who has your back? Do you know the name of your insurance agent? Does your insurance agent know your name? Or would you call an 800 number that connects you with who? Another state? Another country? Instead, contact Barney Insurance, your local independent agent with auto owner's insurance. Barney Insurance, trusted people who you can call when bad stuff happens. In this moment, get an agent who will protect you in that moment. Barney Insurance, now at the corner of Avenue N and 56th Street in Kearney. Also Holdridge, Lexington, and Lincoln. Barneyinsurance.net. And the ball's in the air, and the opening tip will be controlled here by the Amherst Broncos. They're going to come out and face a Loomis, kind of a diamond in one here. I thought they were going to start out in a zone. Maybe it's going to be more of a man-to-man. Doesn't matter if three-quarter by Hadwiger is up and in, and that'll start the basketball game as they kick it out on the wing, and Scout Simmons will actually hit the three-pointer on the assist. They'll try to answer with Johnson off the screen at the top of the key. His three-pointer is no good, and the ball will head out of bounds. Did we get a foul? Yes, we did. There will be a foul on Loomis. That's going to go against Clay Meyer to start the basketball game. They'll set back, pick up Amherst at half court. Nice crowd on hand here. Amherst, of course, over wrestling today in the Wood River Invitational, and hopefully we can give you a chance to take a look at what happened over there as well. Right now, though, another three-pointer on the way. That one's getting out no good that time from Simmons, and the rebound will be brought down by Quinn Johnson. They'll hustle it into the front court on the left wing with it is Shea Swanson. Swanson bounce pass at the point. going to be turned over, picked up there by Austin Adelung. First turn over the ball, ball game, and Loomis hustles back defensively. Now a deep three, Hadwick is good. He was well behind the three-point arc, and Amherst is up by a score of six to nothing to get this crowd into it here for the Broncos. Shea Swanson will walk the ball up the floor against the man-to-man defense. Of Amherst, a good old-fashioned big-time basketball. Man-to-man defense both ways, and it's six to nothing Amherst. On the right wing with it, Shea Swanson. Works off the ELO screen, comes into the paint, runs over a man, and he's going to get called for the charge. Cal Simmons draws the charge on Shea Swanson. Swanson came off the screen of ELO, and he didn't see Scout Simmons standing there, which is sometimes hard to do, but I could tell from where he was coming from right to left but uh, he got around the corner there and uh, got called for the charge. And already somebody in the stands didn't have something nice to say. <laughs> so it looks like they've been pointed towards the hallway. So we come back over here in Amherst with the ball at a six-point lead on a couple of threes, one from Simmons and one from Hadwick. The top of the key to Scout. Scout guarded here by Quinn Johnson. Hand check out to Taze. Long we have four from distance right now for Amherst, and they have stepped out to a 9 nothing lead. Loomis hasn't been able to score to put that pressure on. They'll get Nelson to the high post. Looks to get a shot away. Can't. He's well covered. Gets it over to Aiden Perry. Shoots it off to Swanson. Swanson, left side of the key. Jump stop. Knocked away from behind. Ball's loose on the floor. We're going to get a sign up. Jump ball will point the way of Loomis. That might be one thing that you have to look at here for Loomis. There's so much on Chase Swanson and Tim Johnson. 
But you have to be careful that those aren't the only two players that are trying to score the basketball. And when you hit a couple early, and they can do exactly what Amherst just did, knock down three threes early on. As we'll bring the ball back into Loomis. Loomis will kick it back on top and gets away. It goes into the backcourt. The ball's tipped and stolen away. Simmons to Elo and dunk. Nolan Elo on the dunk, and it is timeout Loomis because it is 11 to nothing. Amherst with 532 to go here in the first quarter of play. Coach Drew Bellaver is just going to have to try and slow the momentum down. This timeout Rocky by ENT position for Carney. We'll be right back. Your local Pioneer team is with you from the word go during harvest season and every season. They have the latest performance data to help select the right corn products for each of your acres next year. Results start with industry-leading genetics, but it all comes down to conducting thousands of local on-farm trials to uncover more insights and maximize yields. When it's go time, work with your local Pioneer team to make the most of every acre with Pioneer brand corn products. Pioneer, with you from the word go. See Impact Seed. And we are back with you here at Amherst. Big thank you to all the many fine sponsors. And poor Loomis, they're just going to try and take a breath here. They know they down 11 to nothing this is going to be the end of the world for them. So they're just going to have to work hard to get back here and uh, get things turned around. But we are... Not even two and a half minutes into the ball game. Hadwiger a couple of threes, seven to three, and then a steal and dunk by Nolan Elo. So here we go. A little screen away for Aiden Perry. Perry to the high post off the pick to Quinn Johnson. Good switch. Step back, feet three. Didn't hit anything. Ball is going to head towards the out of bounds. Barker, but run down by Simmons. Outlet pass front court. Layup is missed. Rolled off the rim that time from Ethan Elo. And the rebound brought down by Finn Johnson. He'll come to the other end. They'll have his shot blocked by Craig Hadwiger. Hadwiger with the first block of the ball game. And then he comes out of there with the basketball. And for the first time, we'll see him slow it down over here for the folks from Amherst. 11-0, three-pointer in the corner. Elo that bounces off the right-hand side. No good. Rebound brought down by Quinn Johnson. Three of five from the outside so far. And so it'll be back over to Loomis looking for their first point of the ball game. Ball faked by Quinn Johnson. Now they'll get it over on the left wing for Swanson. Swanson comes in and draws a foul. So Loomis might be able to score from the free throw line as Nolan Elo calls for the first personal foul of the game. And for the Wolves, they want to bring in Dave Kimball and Wes Trompke, but they have to wait for Shea Swanson to attempt the first free throw. 11 to nothing, Amherst. 446 to go first quarter. The free throw is strong, no good. Amherst will bring in Carter Riesland. Amherst finished fourth, by the way, today over to Wood River and White. Aquinas ran away with it. 254 and a half. O'Neill 180. St. Paul 148 and a half. Amherst 121. Ford 112. Giving them superior tied for sixth. Second free throw sets on the rim, but it finally goes in. And Chase Swanson is able to get Loomis on the board. 11 to 1, Amherst, 440 to go in the first quarter of play in this battle of FKC Titans. Up top with it, Hadwiger. Swings it over the right side to Elo. Ethan Keppel of Tribbles trying to flash through, looking for Greenland. it up top. Carter stands at 6 3. He's going to be one of their bigger guys until they bring Klingelhofer in. He's at 6 5. Low pass. Adelon has it, though. His three pointer, no. Offensive rebound brought down by Ethan Elo. Another three in the corner from Simmons. No. This time the defensive rebound is brought down by Winchow, but then it's stolen away. And the bucket is made by Paige Hadwiger. 
So Hadwiger with the third Loomis turnover, 13-1. to Blankow gets into the paint at the other end. He walks to the basketball as he tries to keep that pivot foot and square up to the bucket from about six feet away. So Loomis just can't get anything settled down right now. 13-1 to Amherst, and we're only midway through the first quarter. So good with you here on KXPN Kearney and FlatRiverPreps.com. Our internet streaming brought to you by Barney Insurance. Kearney, Holdridge, Lexington, Lincoln. Hadwiger fakes the handoff, drives to the right block, in traffic, forces the shot, no good. Offensive rebound out to Simmons for three, and it's good. Carter Reese has got the board, and the three-pointer by Simmons is the second. Now the ball is loose again, and it's out of bounds off of Loomis. Holy moly. How much more momentum can you get? Coach Biller just looking over here at Coach Baskey going, man, can it be any worse right now? All the energy is in Amherst Court, 16-1, to and they have the ball. They forced five Loomis turnovers. With it is Hadwiger, skips it back over to Simmons in the right-hand corner to Elo. Elo drives the baseline, runs out of room, cut off there by Swanson. Kicks it back out to the right wing to Reeson, back to Elo up top. Another deep three-pointer from Hadwiger. It's no good, and it'll be chased out of the corner by Shea Swanson. That's already nine three-point attempts in less than five minutes for Amherst, and they've been able to knock down four of them. Simmons and Hadwiger with two apiece. Here's Swanson. He got tripped. His shot way off the mark because he lost his balance. The rebound grab by Adelung. He'll go to Simmons, who slows it up momentarily. Waits for the traffic to pass. Scout, top of the circle, draws the double team over to Hatwiger. Hasn't been much inside for post presses in the half court. The ball's tipped out of bounds by West Trompe. Back in Perry and Meyer now for the Wolves. Blaine Powell come out, and so will Swanson. Evo re-enters here to give Hadwiger a little bit of a blow. Still trying to nurse that hip. Inbounds pass comes up top to Riesland. Rotated around to Nolan Elo on the right side. Nolan drives hard to the baseline. Cut off there by Perry. Rotated back to the left side for Adelung. Patience out top, Simmons. Two and a half to go first quarter. It is 16 to 1. Adelung for three. It is 19 to 1. And who knows the last time that Loomis was down this many points at any point in a ball game. Inside, they'll get it to Johnson. Johnson forces the issue and now gets the foul. So Quinn will go to the line and shoot two. Foul will be called on Scout Simmons, his first and the team's second. 19-1 Amherst here at home on Parents' Night, making everybody happy that's wearing the red and white. And the free throw on the way, and it skips out for Quinn Johnson. Second free throw coming up. And Johnson sets and fires, and that one passes off the rim no good. Fight for the rebound. The feet get tangled up, and it comes out long. Nolan Elo will have it. Up ahead, Adelung, transition three. In and out that time, no good. And as they go for the rebound, it's knocked out of bounds by Amherst and Carter Riesler. Right there to grab the basketball. It looks like it's going to be Clay Meyer. And so Wolves will push it in here on the inbound, looking for their first bucket six minutes into the contest. Still 19-1, to coming in and dishing it off the last minute. Perry to Meyer, and Meyer's out of control, and they're going to call a charging foul on Clay Meyer. Back-to-back fouls on Meyer. He now has two. 
So Blinkow will come right back in, and Josh Klegelhofer will check in for Amherst. The 6'5 senior, and now Coach Billiter has given the official a little bit of an ear, and part of that has to be out of frustration, too, down 19-1. to Don't want to make it worse. Wolves need something good and then get their defense in it. Pick and roll and a nice job by Wes Tromsky to get a hand on that intended pass for Klingelhofer, and he deflects it out of bounds. So Amherst ball underneath their own hoop, living on the outside and playing good defense here in the first quarter. So Elo to throw it in. Nolan looking in the paint to add along off two screens. It's a quick shot, and it missed everything. Offensive rebound, though, by Riesland. Kicks it out for another three. Simmons, no. Another long rebound pulled down by Klingelhofer. They'll go back door, layup good for Austin Adelung. And then they steal the inbound pass and get another one, and another timeout going to be called by Loomis. Ethan Elo. And it is 23-1. to Timeout of the floor brought to you by EMT Physicians of Cardi. Taking care of you since 1994. Located where you need it. Specializing in you. It's just check time for the Wolves. We'll be right back. This broadcast is made possible by Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives. Hogemeyer has over 80 years of legacy in products, service, and performance. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put a winning team to work for you with deep roots and a shared vision, call Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives, 627-1064. Have you ever seen a dented tortoise? The same way a thick tortoise shell protects its occupant, the bullet spray and bed liners from the dent poppers protect your pickup truck's bed. No rust, corrosion, dents, or scratches ever. Guaranteed for as long as you own your truck, and it says so in writing. Bullet spray on liners is the one that goes on hot, stays strong. That means your truck holds its value longer. Surprised that the dent popper now applies bullet spray on? Don't be. The dent popper's been on the leading edge of vehicle preservation for years. See the dent popper north of Railroad on first. On the bricks. Downtown Kearney for a free estimate. And welcome back to Amherst. A big thank you to Athletic Director Nathan Deeds and the crew here for their hospitality. And boy, what a first quarter it's been here for these Amherst Broncos. Loomis out of a timeout, their second one here in the first quarter, and they'll get a shot in the paint that won't go again. Rebound brought down by Ethan Elo. And up the floor they'll come 23-1 to in an absolute shocker here with Amherst. And now 50 seconds to go in the first quarter. Up top with it is going to be Klingelhofer. Rotates it on the right side. Simmons up top, Elo, Ethan into the paint, back out top, swing it over to the left side to Nolan Elo, and they're going to say he walked with the basketball. That'll be the first turnover of the game for Amherst. A reminder, St. Cecilia and Donovan Trumbull are on KHAS Radio tonight. Shelton and Kennesaw on Power 99. 30 seconds to go. Loomis has not scored a bucket in the quarter. And again, that hasn't happened in Eon. Shea Swanson handles it off to Perry. Perry over to Johnson. Johnson, an off-balance three. No good. Long rebound comes out to Perry. Perry puts it back up. It's no good. Rebound brought down by Simmons. Simmons with seven seconds. Has time to get it to half court. Dishes it over to Elo. The long three for the lefty is no good. And it goes out of bounds with a half second remaining here on the clock. So Loomis... We'll throw up the length of the court, and at the end of one, it is Amherst 23, Loomis 1. You are listening to Fort Carney Conference Basketball on ESPN Tri-City. 
For more than a century, Aurora Cooperative has been a partner in the success of our owners. By focusing on the future with a portfolio of innovative solutions, services, products, and data, we add value to every aspect of your operation. At Aurora Cooperative, our goal is simple, to be your go-to resource for better information, better products, and better services so you can make better, more informed decisions all year long. Whether it's grain, agronomy, energy, aerial, or animal nutrition, we are tougher together. Aurora Cooperative. Town & Country Bank is truly your hometown bank. We've been serving the central Nebraska region since 1905. We currently have offices in the communities of Ravenna, Pleasanton, Kearney, and Litchfield. Town & Country Bank is locally owned and managed. We pride ourselves in serving you through exceptional personal service. We also strive to offer you the latest in technological advancements. Stop by and visit with us about your financial needs or just to chat. The hometown bank with a big interest in serving you. We are Town & Country Bank. Along with our producer-engineer, Grant Ty, I'm Doug Duda, back with you here at Amherst, where Amherst will even get the ball to start the second quarter. They were 5 of 14 from three-point land in the first quarter of play. They missed their last four, and they are up 23-1 to over Loomis. And again, I'm going to say this isn't over. We've seen Loomis put on runs themselves, but they got to get started here. Skip pass Adelung, another three, and he hit it to the left-hand corner. Eight points for Austin Adelung, eight points for Hadwiger, a couple of threes for Simmons, 26-1. to Then with the ice thaw off the top of the Loomis rim here. Top of the circle, Swanson can't even get a two-man game going with Johnson. Goes to the free-throw line, Jeffer by Nelson, and finally, they're on the board. As Kale Nelson knocks down a 13-footer from straight away, and it is 26-3. to Back over to Adelung as they bring it to Hadwiger against the man-to-man. Top of the circle, Klingelhofer back to the basket, starts to drive. Kicks it into the corner to Adelung, back to Simmons. He'll drive it back in. Klingelhofer's wide open. He'll score on the assist from Simmons. Josh Klingelhofer, they left him to double Simmons, and that makes it 28-3. Left elbow with it is going to be Kale Nelson. Swings it over to Perry. Down to the block to Blinkow. Blinkow reverse layup. He got bumped. So it's way off the mark. He's got his own rebound back up and in and his score. So Christian Blinkow on the offensive pushback will go to the line to try and complete the three-point play. The foul will be on Josh Klingelhofer. His first. The team fouls are even at three apiece. And Blinkow, one of the seniors on this Loomis ball club, puts the free throw up and it is good. And that'll make it 28-6. Amherst, 6.35 to go in the second quarter of play here on ESPN. Get it back to Simmons. Up top to Elo. Elo's got room. Fires the three, and they're going again. Nolan Elo with his first three-pointer of the ball game to go along with that breakaway dunk earlier. 31-6. Amherst. Wolves took it over on the left wing to Nelson. Nelson into the paint. Ball fake. Puts up a tough shot. It's no good. Rebound brought down by Hadwiger. Hayes pushes it up the floor. Adelung just pulls up from 25. They finally miss one. Rebound brought down by Quinn Johnson. Didn't have numbers, but was feeling it. Johnson now comes all the way down. Floater in the lane with the right hand from seven to tuck it in. It was fucked into the ball game for Quinn Johnson. So Loomis has finally got a little something going offensively, but still haven't been able to stop what Amherst is going to do. And they're going to set a play up here with Scout Simmons, dribbling the ball between the circles, 26 feet away. 
Popped out, Klingelhofer will take it outside the arc, try to force it inside. They do, Hadwiger got mauled. Sage Hadwiger flashed from the right wing down to the left block, and Shea Swanson commits his second personal foul. These will be the first free throws of the ball game for the Broncos. And the free throw is on the way, and it is good for Hadwiger. Up next for Amherst, they hit the road. They go to Arcadia Loop City Tuesday, and then it's off to Axel one week from tonight. They still have Central City and Gothenburg before the Christmas holiday break. And for Loomis, they've got Bertrand at home tomorrow, and then on the road at Cambridge and Andrew Litchfield, and then they play in the Hastings Holiday Classic against Fall City Sacred Heart. And I'm sure if any of those folks... Uh, looking at the listening tonight, they are rolling their eyes. Can't believe the score. Second free throw, good as well. So Hadwiger has 10 points, hit them both. Linkow down on the block. They don't pass it to him. And instead, we're going to get a foul called on Ethan Elo, trying to knock the pass away from Aiden Perry. So that'll be the first on Ethan. Team fouls are even at four apiece. And the Wolves will throw it in just inside of midcourt. Swanson from the top of the circle looks for a couple of screens. Pick and roll with Glenn Cow. Elo covers it. Nice job by Nolan to slide down over to Nelson. Nelson bounce pass into Glenn Cow and nothing there. Up top they'll go. Passing on the three is Swanson. Thinking about it. Now puts the ball on the floor. Bounce pass underneath the Glenn Cow. He comes up. That's the shot block. Right page handbaker. His second. He'll pick it back up. Throw with Loomis and Johnson for three and he's got it. That's the first three-pointer of the ball game for Loomis. They're one of four compared to six of 15 for Amherst. 33 to 11. Amherst is up by 22. And they're getting ready to sub here, so Loomis at the next break. Hadwiger shuffles it off to Scout Simmons. Their first three minutes of the ball game between those two was amazing. Got them out to the 11 to nothing lead before you could even blink. We weren't even two and a half minutes in. Simmons holds the ball out top, slowing the pace down here a little bit. Get it over to Ethan Elo. Against the man-to-man. Off the pick and roll with Hadwiger. He's covered. Now Simmons brings it in strong. Throws up a tough shot. No good. Blinkow will bring down the rebound. They'll hand it off to Perry behind the back. Pushes it up with the right hand. In transition, they'll go to Swanson. He drives into the paint. Leaves it off for the layup, and it's good. Okay, old Nelson on the assist from Shane Swanson. 33-13. As we said, don't put this one quite away yet. The 26-point lead down to 20. And Amherst wants to continue to make good decisions, but we're going to get a three-pointer before a timeout. Oh, Tate Hadwiger buried a 23-footer, and he was taking the shot before the timeout was called, but the timeout correctly is called here by Amherst. They want to get some set plays going. So, We've got just a little over three minutes to go here in the second quarter. It's Amherst 33, Loomis 13. This timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Carney. This broadcast is made possible in part and proudly sponsored by Billiter Trucking and Billiter Farms of Loomis. We appreciate all the hard work and dedication of our area athletes, coaches, and parents. You work hard every day to be the best you can be. Teamwork is key in everything you do in and out of the game. Billiter Trucking and Billiter Farms, a very proud supporter of all the area teams. Best of luck and go Loomis Wolves. Downey Drilling in Lexington is a proud supporter of all the area athletes. 
Dowdy Drilling designs and installs complete water well systems for all your water well needs. We drill wells for agriculture, municipal, commercial, domestic, residential, and geothermal loop fields. From the well drilling to the pump installation and service, Downey Drilling Incorporated is your complete water well provider that takes pride in providing outstanding service to all its customers. Online at DowneyDrilling.com. Back to action here as Elo drives. is going to be knocked out of his hands. Loomis probably got away with a foul there by Gabe Kimball, but it goes out of bounds and it will stay with Amherst leading at 33-13 to with 3.37 to go in the first half. Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report will be coming up, so stay with us for that. It is Kennesaw 17, Shelton 16 after one on Power 99. As Amherst travels with the basketball here. Lincoln East is leading the Carney Boys 33-29. Carney Girls beat East 51-34. The Storm and Omaha tied 1-1 midway through the second period. Scores there for again. Earlier tonight, Amherst won the girls' game of the big second half, 64-34. And Lewis drives left baseline. Swanson, nice move inside, but hit the front of the rim. And then we've got an over-the-back foul going to be called here on Clay Meyer. And that is the third foul on Meyer. He's got three of their five fouls. Chance there to get it under 20, but the Wolves missed a short one. And Amherst will push the ball at the floor here. Both the Elo boys are out there, along with Carter Riesland, and then Hadwiger and Simmons. Elo to the left elbow, Riesland kicks it back out top, Hadwiger off the ball screen, goes to the right side to scout. Simmons, couple of dribbles, and gives it back off to Ethan Elo. Elo back out between the circles to Nolan in the left-hand corner, try to dump it inside Riesland. He's covered there by Meyer, who's still in the ball game with those three fouls. Now it's up inside. Reesland got the defender in the air. The foul is going to be called on West Prompty. Two free throws coming up for Carter Reeson. That'll be the first foul on Prompty, the sixth of the half. 2.44 to go first half. Amherst has actually not scored for the first time in a little while. They're still on 33. 33-13 is your score. Now getting ready. And he tucks his jersey in to shoot the free throws. And it's an up and no good in and out. Reeson will get a second one. Austin Adelung, the sophomore, checks in here. Was his father, Les, longtime assistant coach. And the second free throw now for Reesland. And the sophomore is able to get that one to follow for his first point of the ball again. 34-13 Amherst, 2.43 to go. First half here on ESPN and flatwoodwithrefs.com. Shay Swanson thought about the three, now gets it down to Blinkow. Right underneath the hoop, little head fake, missed it. Too much head and shoulder, and he didn't get it. And then at the rebound brought down by Reeson, but he throws it right into the hands of the Wolves, and their shot is up and short, no good. Simmons gets the rebound, and he's fouled in the backcourt. As they try to poke the ball away, and West Tromke with his second personal foul, and now we are in the bonus. So Amherst will come to the other end, and that should be Scout Simmons at the line. He hit a couple of early threes, but he's had a couple of nice steals. Had the dish on the dunk to Nolan Elo. Josh Klingelhofer will check in. Leesland will check out. And the Wolves will give Shea Swanson a breather. As Scout Simmons now ready to shoot the front end of the one-and-one. And it's too strong, but the long rebound gets deflected and it'll be run down in the corner by Aiden Perry. Perry 
Picks up the rebound and brings it up the floor himself. Finds the trailer in Kale Nelson. Nelson inside to Johnson. Johnson goes up. Ball locked out of his hand and out of bounds. And Derek Billiter is coming up to half court to get in the officials here again. And I think we've got another timeout that's going to be called here by Loomis. They will only have two remaining with just under two minutes to go here in the first half. It is Amherst 34, Loomis 13. This timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Carney. Ryan Trampy is a very proud supporter of all area sports. Ever wonder what sets channel seed products apart from other seed? It's a direct connection to Monsanto, a company consistently recognized as a leader in seed and trait technology. Tested globally, locally, and then combined with the latest traits and treatments to ensure performance potential on your acres. I'm Ryan Trampy, your channel seed dealer. The quarterback counts on his O-line for protection in the pocket. You can count on me, Rick Smith, your Farm Bureau insurance agent, and McKenzie to protect your family's blindside no matter what life throws at you. We are here to handle all your auto, home, life, and business insurance needs. Don't scramble around working with multiple insurance companies. Contact us today at 308-234-2222 and see how we can help protect what matters most. Call me, Rick Smith, your Farm Bureau agent, or McKenzie at 308-234-2222. 2-10 to go here in the first half out of the timeout. Loomis trying to set a play up inside for Nelson, and he gets fouled. Scout Simmons reached in and grabbed his arm before he could get towards the hoop there. And that'll be the second foul on Simmons. They will award the free throws to Nelson. He's got a couple of buckets here in the quarter for four points for number four. And the sophomore puts the free throw up, and it is in. 20-point game again, 34-14 Amherst. Amherst was up 23-1 at the end of the first quarter. So Nolan Eels going to come back into the basketball game. And they will give a breather here to Simmons after getting that second foul. Free throw by Nelson on the way. Bounced off the front of the rim, no good. And Hadwiger will go up and rip down his second board. Get it quickly over to Nolan. He will across the timeline. Looks for the ball screen. Now just brings it down the center of the lane. Got tripped and threw it up. It didn't hit anything. Rebound brought down by Nelson. And Lewis now. Get an opportunity here to cut into this lead. Gabe Kimball into the front court to Nelson. High post back over on the left wing to Kimball. Trying to get something going down low. The ball picked off by Elo at the top of the circle. He'll just pull up for the three, and it's all the way around and out. No good. And the rebound pulled down by Gabe Kimball. Kimball up to Perry. Perry, two on three, all the way in. Forces the jumper, no good. Offensive rebound by Blinkow. He hits the front of the rim as he handed it off to Johnson. Johnson couldn't get it to call over the rim, and Hadwiger will pull down the rebound. Now the Wolves are starting to miss inside shots. They were getting inside shots in the first quarter, and now they're missing them here. A minute ten remains here in the first half. 34-14 Amherst, but they've only got one point in about three minutes for the Broncos. Not a lot of scoring for either team since then. Driving to the high post is Adelon needs some help. Takes it over the right wing to Hadwiger. 50 seconds to go. Back to Klingelhofer. Wants to throw it to Hadwiger, but it went behind him, and Elo runs it down. Ethan has it. 40 seconds to go before halftime. And Amherst is really content with where they're at right now. 11 points in this quarter. Holding the ball, 30 seconds to go. Hadwiger top of the circle. Back over to Elo. He'll take the three-pointer. It is off the rim twice. Rebound back up and in for Josh Klingelhofer. 
When it hit the rim the second time, it took Loomis's rebounding position out of play. And now Loomis will have a chance at the last shot as Gabe Kimball has it with 12 seconds. Right wing will hand it off to Nelson. Nelson to the left elbow, looks for the back cut, nothing there. Can't get the three away. Four seconds to go. Can't get the ball to Johnson. And so Nelson forces it up the horn, and that is the end of the first half of play that is dominated by the Amherst Broncos here at home. They jumped out 11-0 and 23-1. They have been up by as many as 26 points. And at the end of the first half, it's Amherst 36, Loomis 14. The Ravenna Sanitation halftime report is next. Experience matters. ENT Physicians and Family Hearing Center of Kearney has physicians who are devoted to the medical and surgical treatment of ear, nose, throat, head and neck disorders in adults and children, providing the community with otolaryngology and audiology services since 1994. With our main office located in Kearney and six satellite locations located throughout central Nebraska, we provide the highest quality care. See Dr. Conley, Dr. Blaka, or Dr. Johnson at Kearney ENT and see why Experience matters to us, specializing in you. CHS Agri-Service Center is proud of the area athletes and wishes them good luck in the game. CHS Agri-Service Center in Alma, Holdridge, Bertrand, Loomis, Roseland, Smithfield, Overton, Bladen, Blue Hill, and Elm Creek. People and resources you can count on always. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. With several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how family physical therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes, in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. At your friendly Friesen Ford, they know life can be busy, so they have your best interest in mind by providing a quick, easy car buying experience. When looking for a new or pre-owned vehicle, Friesen Ford makes it easy for you by offering financing options, pending credit approval, a great selection of vehicles, as well as a friendly sales team that works with you to find a vehicle that will fit your needs and your budget. See the selection today just off I-80 in Aurora or online at FriesenFord.com. For sales, service, parts, trust your friendly Friesen Ford team. 37 Ag and Holdridge proudly sponsors this broadcast. At 37 Ag, we strive to use cutting-edge technology and management practices to feed and fuel a growing population for the next generation. 37 Ag owner Blake Johnson and family would like to wish the Lewis High School athletes good luck in this competition. And welcome back, everyone. It's time for the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Your trash is our treasure, serving Buffalo counties with business and residential service. Ravenna, Sanita- Ravenna Sanitation is your trash collection connection. Find them in your local yellow pages. And it is a shocker here at half by the lead. You wouldn't have known who was going to have the lead. But it is Amherst 36 and Loomis 14. And kudos to the dance squad here from Amherst. They have proven that you can do a routine for Christmas that is not Mariah Carey. Great job to Amherst for being able to do that here tonight. Uh, Some other things we want to talk about. Uh, Halftime, it is Kennesaw Boys leading Shelton 31 to 25. Shelton won the girls game 44 to 21. Carney girls were a winner tonight over Lincoln East 51 to 34. Also today in Westland, the Wood River Invitational, where Amherst is competing, was won by Aquinas with 254 and a half points. O'Neill was second with 180. 
St. Paul third with 148 and a half. Amherst was fourth with 121. Ford was fifth with 112. Given in Superior side for sixth with 85. Then Gothenburg, Hershey, and Wood River. Carney Catholic was 11th with 67 points. And then it was Granville Central Catholic, Donovan Trumbull, Kennesaw, and Shelton. Let's take a look. I mean, this Wood River invite is always so incredible with the talent. Let's take a look at the winners from our area. Sebastian Sasita of Shelton won the 106-pound weight class to go to 10 and 0 with a 5-4 decision in the finals. Then we move over to 113 pounds. No one from the area was in the finals. St. Paul's Nick Bussey finished second at 120 pounds. At 126, Caleb Baker of St. Paul lost one nothing in the final to Neiman of Superior to finish second. At 132 pounds, Jacob Moravik of Aquinas, an overtime pin against Caleb Bavanis of Amherst. So an overtime pin handing him his first loss of the year. Nick Keene of Kennesaw finished third there. At 138 pounds, Riley Waddington of Wood River was pinned by Rainforth of O'Neill. Kale Tobenheim of Amherst finished in third. In maybe the match of the day, 145, many people believe, was the toughest weight class. Brady Thompson of O'Neill, a 5-1 decision over Quentin Frank of Amherst. So what a matchup there. At 152, Dylan Amchetta of Wood River was the runner-up. At 160, Ben Alberts of Grand Island Central Catholic, the champion, Jacob Graham of Amherst, finished in third. At 170, Ashton Beinecke of St. Paul pinned Creighton Rockefeller of Gibbon in the championship match. At 182, Roman Colbert of Gibbon finished as the runner-up. At 195, Ryan Gabriel of Ord pinned Paul Burrish of Aquinas in the first period to take the title. At 220, Trey Warner of Ord pinned Shane Suka of Carney Catholic in the second period to bring home the title. And at 285, Bridger Rice of Ord brought home the championship. So there are some of the results from the Wood River Invitational. Of course, Carney and Grand Island competing down in Council Bluffs, and much more going on tomorrow. Halftime here in our basketball game, Amherst 36, Loomis 14 in the girls' game. It was an eight-pointer at half, but Amherst had a huge start to the third quarter and ran away from Loomis, led by Hannah Herrick, 64-34. to 34. We'll be back to take a look at our first-half numbers of the boys' game in a minute. Freddy's Frozen Custard and Steak Burgers is all about the good and creating more of it. More drive through celebrations, more weekend traditions, more family dinners and lunches, more car picnics and road trips, more desserts, maybe more second desserts, more celebrating being together as much as we can. There's always room for more good and more Freddy's. Keep the good going with a taste that brings you back. Great Western Bank in Kearney is making life great. Our focus is on relationship-based consumer, business, and agribusiness banking, offering personal and business checking, banking on the go, mortgage, savings accounts, money management, and more. It's never too early or too late to start saving. Find out which account is right for you. Come into our Kearney branch at 2120 First Avenue today or online at greatwesternbank.com. Great Western Bank, making life great. Member FDIC. Ryan Trampy is a very proud supporter of all area sports. Ever wonder what sets Channel Seed products apart from other seed? It's a direct connection to Monsanto, a company consistently recognized as a leader in seed and trait technology. Tested globally, locally, and then combined with the latest traits and treatments to ensure performance potential on your acres. I'm Ryan Trampy, your Channel Seed dealer. 
And welcome back to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Let's take a look at our first half numbers for Luma. Chase Swanson, 1.1 rebound. Quinn Johnson, 5 points, 4 rebounds. Kale Johnson, 5 points and a rebound. Gabe Kimball, a rebound. Aiden Perry, 2 rebounds. Clay Meyer, a rebound. Christian Blinkow, a 3-point play the old-fashioned way and 4 rebounds. 1 point in the first quarter, 13 in the second. That's a half 14 points, 14 rebounds. Three out of seven from the free throw line. One of four from three-point land. Seven turnovers. Meyer with three fouls. Tromke and Swanson with two. For Amherst, Austin Adelung a good first half. Eight points and a rebound. Nolan Elo, five points and a rebound. Josh Klingelhofer, four points, three rebounds. Ethan Elo, two points, two rebounds. Carter Riesland, 1.2 rebounds. Scott Simmons, a couple of early threes, six points, three rebounds. And leading the way, Tage Hadwiger, 10 points, 3 rebounds, 2 blocks. 23 points in the first quarter, 13 in the second at the half, 36 points, 15 rebounds. 3 out of 5 at the free throw line, 6 of 18 from 3-point land, 2 blocks and only 2 turnovers. Simmons, the only player that has 2 fouls. At the half, Amherst 36 and Loomis 14. You've been listening to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report for quality, dependable trash hauling service for your farm, home, or business. Contact the professionals at Ravenna Sanitation. The second half is next. Ravenna Sanitation provides the perfect solution for any solid containment requirement. From the old shingles off your roof to a remodeled job, Ravenna Sanitation delivers a roll-off box to your house or side of the project. You fill it up and they pick it up. No more making several trips back and forth to the dump. Rely on Ravenna Sanitation to take care of it for you. Ravenna Sanitation is the quality, dependable trash hauling service you've been looking for. Ravenna Sanitation, serving all of Buffalo County. About 90 years before the seeds for the trees that produced the lumber that they sell were even planted, Mead Lumber was born in Nebraska. So now when you have the seed of an idea for a new building project from concept to design, delivery to installation, Mead Lumber in Kearney has a team of professionals to assist you with every phase of your project and service that you'd expect from a neighbor. Stop by Mead Lumber at 1440 West 56th Street to get started. Log on to MeadLumber.com. Mead Lumber in Kearney proudly supports all area athletes. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Welcome back to the Carney Towing Repair broadcast booth here at Amherst as we get ready for the second half, and Loomis will get the basketball. I'll be interested to see if Amherst can come out with the same energy they started the game with, and if they do, can the Wolves take that over-pursuit and over-energetic team and use it against them? We'll find out. As Perry's going to take a long three to start the half, and it will not go. The rebound brought down by Ethan Elo. Loomis didn't take a lot of threes, only four in the first half. Here's Simmons, up top to Elo, off the man-to-man. Wolves trying to sag a little bit in cover. Simmons into the paint, runs into the defender, and has to kick it out to Adelung. His three is so good. Offensive rebound, though, put back up by Simmons. It won't go, and it's grabbed there by Clay Meyer. There were quite a few offensive rebounds, even though the total was only one difference between the teams. Driving in Swanson, Swanson's little bunny, unbelievable. It won't go, and then out of bounds, they're going to give the ball to Loomis, there was a big collision there between Meyer, who could have easily been called for the foul, 
and Simmons. It will stay Wolves basketball. And to throw it in on the baseline will be Quinn Johnson. Lobs it out to the left elbow for Meyer. He'll hand it off to Swanson, back to Perry. On the left wing, they'll go to Johnson. Johnson guarded out here by Delo. That's Ethan on him. Into the paint, forcing the issue. And finally, Quinn Johnson got one to bounce the right way for him. And Lewis will have the first points of the third quarter one minute in. But it's 36-16, a three-pointer analog on the way. No good. And it's all Lewis underneath for the rebound. So five straight misses and one out of their last ten from three-point land. Perry takes the three. It might have been tipped, and the rebound comes down by Hadwiger, and they'll slow it down. So the tempo they had in the first quarter was changed intentionally by Coach Eric Rippin about midway through the second quarter, and Amherst has only scored three points here in five minutes. Here's a pull-up jumper that will change that for Tate Hadwiger. Light wing knocks down the 11-footer. 38-16. There was an intense drought after all the scoring to start the game in the first 12 minutes. Inside, there's a spin move by Meyer. Comes up short. No good. Coming to the floor to try and grab the rebound is going to be Johnson. And then he has it deflected off of him and out of bounds. Johnson was trying to save the basketball, and it just didn't happen. Back with you Tuesday on Power 99, the annual Carney Catholic Ravenna matchup. Be interesting. That should be a good girls game. Ward upset Ravenna last night, and Ward's playing Carney Catholic tonight, so we'll see how that girls game played out. We'll see if producer Grant can get me a score on that. Back up top, here's Elo. Straight away three. Too strong that time for Ethan. Rebound brought down by Johnson. A little bit better job on the block now for the Wolves. Up ahead, he'll get it to Nelson. Nelson in traffic has it swatted away. Sage Hadwicker with his third block. And the Wolves will bring Blinkow in and take Meyer out. But we played two and a half minutes in the third quarter, and we've had one bucket. Vastly different than the 23-1 to start by Amherst. They'll lob it in to Johnson. Point blank off the heel again. That's two three-footers he's missed here in the quarter, and he made one in between. That's just not normal. Ethan Elo will get that rebound, and that's putting into the frustration here for the Wolves. You will with the top of the circle over to Simmons on the right side. Down to Hadwiger on the block. Really works his body, and he puts it off the glass and in. Hadwiger was going to make darn sure that he got the ball that time, and he has both buckets here in the quarter for Amherst, 40-16. to 16. Johnson, good bounce pass under the blink out. He draws the foul, but it won't go for him. Another little three-footer. Tage Hadwiger went for the ball fake and committed his first personal foul. So Blinkow, who had a three-point play back in the second quarter, one of one at the line, will go back to the free-throw line here. And the charity shot is up, and it is in. I want to remind our Amherst and Loomis folks, because they have some good basketball at the Hastings College Holiday Invite a week from Saturday. We'll have both of their games and the first four games on Power 99. The Hastings games in the evening will be on KHAS, always at flatriverpreps.com. As Amherst will play Central City and Full City Sacred Heart will play Loomis. Both free throws good, but a given go at the other end. Nolan Elo on the nice bounce pass. He'll get the bucket to make it 42 to 18. 440 to go here in the third quarter of play. Johnson kicks it up top. Here's a three-pointer by Swanson that's no good. Offensive rebound, though, by Blinkow. He decides to kick it out instead of take it back up strong. And a reset here in the offense by the Wolves. 
Jay Swanson uses the screen, gets a three away. It's all the way down and out, and Simmons will get his fifth rebound. 0 for 4 beyond the arc here, and only one bucket for Luma so far in the third quarter. And we're down to 4-10 to go in the third. Simmons drives in the corner to Adelung, and the three is good. Lawson with his third three-pointer. That breaks a streak of six straight misses from out there for Amherst. And it's 45-18, to the largest lead. Perry tries to answer and does. Aiden Perry with his first bucket of the ball game from beyond the arc, a three-pointer. It was a 26-point lead, down to 19, then back up to 27. And we get a travel at the top of the circle here on Ethan Elo. Just got a little happy with his feet there. And that will be only the third turnover of the ball game for Amherst. 3.50 remaining here in the third quarter. And it's 45-21. to 21. Loomis down with the ball and a reach-in foul trying to fight through the screen there on Ethan Elo. That'll be his second. And into the ball game for Amherst. We're going to see Riley Fisher trot in for the first time. The six-foot junior will give a breather to Ethan Elo. Loomis will inbound in front of their own hoop. What we said was they could put a run on, but now they're running out of time. Uh, 3.40 to go in the third quarter. And only 21 points. Driving in, off-bounce, little left-hand runner by Tromke. No good. Players crash to the ground. The ball ends up in the hands of Amherst and Nolan Elo. Up the floor, it goes through the hands of Simmons, but a good run down by Fisher. Run it over to Adelung. Another open three, and another one that's in. Back-to-back threes for Austin Adelung, and that has put this one no longer in doubt, 48-21. A three right back by Kimball. Off the iron, no good. High in the air to get the rebound is Nolan Elo. Elo will hand it off to Simmons. 48-21 Amherst. I have not been shocked by a game in a long time like the one I'm seeing here. And Adelung trying to come off the screen and get a bounce pass inside to Klingelhofer. Will be calling for the travel, taking an extra step. So Swanson and Johnson got a short breather. They're going to come back in along with Meyer. Staying on the floor will be Gabe Kimball. And West Trompe. 2.53 remaining here in the third quarter. Getting maybe a little chippy over here between Johnson and Nolan Elo. Elo kind of bumping up on him when the ball's not even in play yet. Running off a couple of screens. Bounce pass back door. Here's the short jumper off the glass again by Clay Meyer. There was some contact by Fisher who took the flop, but good job by the official not to bite on that one. 48-23. Fisher with it, left wing, back up top to Elo. Nolan, right side to Simmons. He dribbles out towards half court, being tested by Johnson. Kicks it over for another three by Nolan Elo. It's too strong. And the backside rebound will be grabbed by Gabe Kimball. Kimball will push the ball up the floor here. The 5'10 senior still going. Nobody wants to stop him. And then he's fouled when he gets to the hoop by Josh Klingelhofer. He dribbled by three different Amherst defenders who didn't overly want to stop him. They just didn't figure that he was going to drive all the way in, that he would kick it out. So two on Klingelhofer and the third of the half here on Amherst. Gabe Kimball now to the line to shoot two, looks for his first point of the ball game, and he won't get it on the first one as it bounces out. Carter Riesland now into the contest. Klingelhofer will check out. 2.09 remaining in the third quarter. Amherst 48, Loomis 23. Lammers had 23 in the first quarter. 
Second free throw. That's good. All met for Gabe Kimball. But still a 24-point game with two minutes to go here in the third quarter. Simmons will trot the basketball up. And just kind of wait for everybody to get set. Run a little high one for Elo back to Simmons. Open three. That's way short. And it's just going to go out of bounds. Scout just didn't get a good grip on the basketball, it looked like. He caught it and shot it, and it didn't come close. We'll see that very often. Perry back in for the Wolves, and Tromke will be checking out. 150 remains here in quarter number three, 48-24. Loomis has scored 10 points in the quarter, 12 for Amherst. On the left wing, look at Quinn Johnson, attacks the baseline, spin move, double team, and he elevates over the double team and lays over the room and in. By the way, Grand Island today, good effort, but fell to the Sean of St. Louis, 53-41 in the Norm Stewart Classic down in Missouri. As the shot is missed, Swanson with the rebound, almost stolen away from behind. Shea's able to get it. Back to the baseline. Perry's open, drives the baseline, missed the layup. He was anticipating the contact, and it didn't come. Nolan Elo with the rebound. As Amherst will fire it over the left side, add along another three-pointer, and it's good. He's hit three in a row. He now has 17 points, and it's 51-26. One minute to go, third quarter, a deep three, trying to answer off the front of the rim. No good by Shea Swanson. And the rebound ripped down here by the Broncos. Carter Riesland, that'll be his third. 45 seconds to go in the quarter. Loomis starting to get a little more handsy defensively here. Body up on Scout Simmons at midcourt is Swanson. They're letting it go, and now finally you're going to get it. It was just going to happen. Third foul on Shane Swanson. He was just going to continue to put pressure on until the whistle blew. That's actually the first foul of the half on Loomis. They'll bring Nelson and Blinkow back in. And Amherst will get the ball. We're also going to go to the bench. We're going to get a new face here from Keegan Killen for the first time. And Fisher will check out with 35 seconds to go in the third quarter. And Killen will go over and inbound the basketball. And he'll get it to Elo. Let's see if Amherst holds for one or if they've already got a set play with 30 seconds. Up top to Killen. Rotated to the left-hand corner to Adelung. Back up to Killen. Everybody around the perimeter except for Reefland, who's trying to get open in the paint. Now he even pops out. They're running time here to get the last shot now. Simmons is just walking. Adelung with it with 12 to Elo. Back over to Simmons with nine. He's out around midcourt. Puts the ball on the floor. Uses the ball screen. Kicks it back out. Elo, deep three, and it's going to be off the iron. No good. Rebound brought down by the Wolves and a foul to go along with it. It'll be called here on Hammers. As Gabe Kibble got his third board, the foul on Keegan Killen. There's only half a second left here, so can the Wolves even get something chucked up? Nope, they can't. That's the end of the third quarter of play. Amherst 51, Lewis 26. You're listening to Fort Kearney Conference Voice Basketball on KXPN Kearney and FlatRiverPreps.com. Our internet streaming brought to you by Barney Insurance. Ryan Trampy is a very proud supporter of all area sports. Ever wonder what sets channel seed products apart from other seed? It's a direct connection to Monsanto, a company consistently recognized as a leader in seed and trait technology. Tested globally, locally, and then combined with the latest traits and treatments to ensure performance potential on your acres. I'm Ryan Trampy, your channel seed dealer. 
I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that, girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair? Because they'll get us home from anywhere? But I don't have their number. 308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing, certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in, Carney Towing and Repair. 37 Ag and Holdridge proudly sponsors this broadcast. At 37 Ag, we strive to use cutting-edge technology and management practices to feed and fuel a growing population for the next generation. 37 Ag owner Blake Johnson and family would like to wish the Lewis High School athletes good luck in this competition. And welcome back to high school basketball here on ESPN Tri-Cities as Amherst will get the ball to start the fourth quarter of play. Give and go inside of the layup is good. Hutes had with this, and he now has 16 points, 17 for Austin Adelon, who hit three threes last quarter. Amherst is 9 of 27 from three-point land. Loomis, who went one for seven last quarter, is two for 11 in the game. And as we get an entry pass, that'll the block to Clay Meyer. We're going to get a reach-in foul from behind. And it's going to be on Scout Simmons, his third, the team's fifth. Quinn Johnson has nine points. That leads the way for Loomis. Nobody in double figures. It's 53-26. to 26. Amherst, this equals the largest lead of the game. Into Blanchow, three-point land. They don't guard him. He doesn't shoot it. He gives it off to Johnson. In the paint, little one-hand runner from eight is good. And Quinn now with 11 points in the basketball game, 53-28. to 28. It was a quick start for Amherst, 11-0 out of the gate, 23-1 after one. And it has not gotten closer than 19 ever since then. Adeline out at the top earlier tonight. Amherst won the girls game, 64-34. Three-pointer by Elo, no good that time. Rebound brought down by Nelson. Fast break into the front court. They'll hand it off to Swanson on the right block. Looks for the cutter. Johnson's not open, and it's going to be deflected away by Ethan Elo. That's actually the first turnover of the half for Loomis. That hasn't been the problem. They had troubles in the first quarter, but they've only got three turnovers since the first quarter. Amherst has four total. Simmons drives paint, kicks it out to Elo. Ethan for three. No good. Rebound pulled down by Clay Meyer. That'll be his third. 90 seconds in. Not a lot has changed. Nelson comes in as it stripped right out of his hand. He was headed to the hoop, and Adelon just pulled it right out of his hand. Looks like something Tyson Zanker did in the Kennesaw State football championship game. Just pulled it away. Again, Amherst doesn't play again until Tuesday up at Arcadia Loop City. They get the ball down low for a short jumper, but Hadwiger hits again. He now has 18, 55-28. Loomis has to bounce back against another rival out of conference in Bertrand tomorrow night. He's off to a good start. Here's Perry on the right wing. Starts to drive and hands it back over to Nelson. Nelson into the paint. Ball fake. Nice move up and under. It's good. Kale Nelson with his first bucket of the second half. He has seven points. Amherst 55 and Loomis 30. 540 remaining in the game when we're all done. The new West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery Post Game Show. Final stats, some other scores. Carney boys trailing Lincoln East. Just over three minutes to go, 49-42. And Kennesaw after three, leaving Shelton 45-40 on Power 99. Shelton won the girls game. Carney High girls were also a winner tonight. Now we're going to get a foul here, Cone, on the Wolves. Clay Meyer, and that is his fourth personal foul. It'll be Amherst ball underneath their own hoop. Tage Hadwiger to throw it in. 
Nobody guards him. Lobs it up top to Adelung. Catch and shoot the deep three. That's off the mark that time. And the rebound brought down by Nelson. Off the miss. Nine of 30 from beyond the arc. Pass break the other way. Nelson gets inside. They go for the block. Can't get it. It'll be a foul on Josh Klingelhofer. Don't forget the Platte River Preps Athlete of the Month is brought to you by B&B Carpet and Donovan. Be sure to log on to PlatteRiverPreps.com and nominate your favorite athlete for Athlete of the Month. One boy, one girl winner will be listed on PlatteRiverPreps.com. Brought to you by B&B Carpet as Nelson puts the first free throw up and in. Kale now with eight. Quinn Johnson won it last year. In fact, Loomis was the only school in the years we've been doing this to have the athlete of the month for both the boys and the girls in the same month. Second free throw, bounces off the rim, no good. And the rebound to Klingelhofer, our reigning athlete for the month. Out of the FKC in volleyball for the girls, Jolie Ryan of Overton and the aforementioned Tyson Dankert of Kennesaw Football for the boys. Go to FlatRiverPreps.com and nominate for someone here in December. Hadwiger over to Simmons. Outside the arc, they go to the high post to Klingelhofer. They really sag on him, but he's not looking to shoot. He's looking for the cutter. Nobody cuts. They'll kick it out to Adelung. Back to Elo. Nolan over to Hadwiger. Top of the key three is good. He's got all seven points for Amherst here in the quarter. And he's got 21 of the ball game trying to answer Johnson from NBA range. And Quinn hits the three-point bucket. He's got five in the quarter and 14 in the game. 58-34 Amherst. Four and a half to go. Hadwiger drives and dishes to Elo. Nolan for three. Off the front of the iron, it's no good. Offensive rebound, though, pulled out by Simmons. Out to Hadwiger, and he got another one. The hip ain't bothering him now. 10 in the quarter, 24 in the game, 61-34. Back to 27, Swanson coast-to-coast, and he goes with a left-handed layup. That is Shea Swanson's first bucket of the entire game. He's got three points, and part of the struggles that they have had here tonight. As Amherst has dominated from... The opening tip, Simmons to the left block, ball fake, puts it up off the glass. That one won't roll. And the rebound brought down by Quinn Johnson. That's his seventh. Down to 350 to go in the game and a 61-36 lead for Amherst. Driving the left baseline. Here comes Johnson again. He'll put up the six-footer. No good. Offensive putback, though. Perry on the backside is there. Aiden with his second bucket. 61-38. He's also got three rebounds here in the basketball game. 3.30 to go. How much until Amherst starts to bring people in? It looks like Coach Billiter is going to clear the bench here for Loomis. And as we said, we had Drew today on the Dougie Daddy Show. Their schedule of the tougher teams is all top heavy. Here's a pick and roll. Lob it into Hadwiger. He got fouled, but they're just going to say it's out of bounds. Knocked out of there by Chase Swanson. Because you go into tonight, and Bertrand had got off to a 2-0 start. Cambridge, same thing. You got Fall City Sacred Heart down the road. Andrew Litchfield, 2-0 start. Then you come back from the holiday tournament, which has Burwell and Minden in it at XL. Then you got Elm Creek. So Lewis has subbed their players in, and we'll set those for you here in a moment. Amherst is countering. They've got Kobe Jones in. They'll give it off to Riley Fisher. Up top, they'll go to Keegan Killen for the final 3-10 of the basketball game. Staying in there is Josh Klingelhofer. And also Carter Riesland. Riesland up top, swings it into the right-hand corner to Fisher. Fisher, right elbow, takes the 14-footer. It's in and out, no good. Rebound tipped into the hand of the Wolves, and that'll be Wes Klomke to pull it down. Blankow in there. Kimball back in there. They brought in Tyson Essex for the first time. And also in there is Gunnar Hadley for the first time. And we get a reach-in foul called on Riley Fisher of Amherst. 
and that will put Loomis in the bonus. Les Tromke to the line to shoot the one and one. He's got a rebound now looking for his first point of this contest. And the lefty will put it up, and it is in. So Tromke will earn the bonus. 61-39 Amherst, 2.46 remaining. Last year it was 68-65. 68 might be the number again tonight. Second free throw by Tromke is up, and it is good. So 61-40. So 27 down to 21. Going for the steal as Hadley couldn't get it. So Amherst will attack it into the corner. They'll go to Jones, and he kicks it back out top. Two and a half to go. Amherst will be the team to move to 3-0. and we will see them again in the holiday tournament with Carney Catholic, York, and St. Cecilia down low. The leaner is good off the glass for Carter Reeslin. And he's got a bucket to go along with his free throw. Up the floor with it, Les Tromke. By the way, this year's dates are the 29th and 30th. Here's Essex from way downtown. Tyson can't get it to go. Rebound brought down underneath the hoop by Jones. Jones trying to clear a little room. Gives it off to Killen. And Killen will hustle across the timeline. Two minutes to go in the game. We're here in the Carney Towing Repair Broadcast booth bringing you to nice FKC basketball while Carney Towing is on the road bringing your vehicle home. Don't get stranded on the side of the road from heavy-duty towing to roadside assistance. Call Carney Towing and Repair when you need us. We'll be there. Jones is going to try a three-pointer. It's off the rim, no good. Blinkow comes down with his sixth rebound. Loomis will have another opportunity, waiting to sub some more players in. Essex in the right-hand corner. Ball fake, but can't get the shot away. Over to Tromke, trying to post up Blinkow. Blinkow still in the paint. At the free throw line, the jumper by Kimball is going to be tipped and taken away. I think that might have been Jones that got his hand on the shot. I have to double-check. Apologize for that. If it wasn't, now the ball is loose at the other end. We're going to get a jump ball. Niero will point the way of Loomis with just the fifth turnover for Amherst. And in for Loomis. Looks like Keegan Arnhart is going to check in. Also, Zach Rademacher and Caden Chapman into the ball game. Minute 15 to go. So, Arnart with it on the right wing. They'll give it off to Essex. Essex down to the baseline, cut off there. Should pass out top and driving in and getting tripped. There's going to be a foul on Jones, but he wasn't really in bad position. It's just that Gunnar Hadley stepped on his ankle and tripped and fell. For the foul on Jones and two free throws coming up here for Gunnar Hadley trying to get his name in the book. Actually, they're going to call it a one and one, and the free throw is no good. Rebound brought down by Klingelhofer. 45 seconds to go. Not the game we expected tonight. Amherst just jumped out early, and they maintained a big lead all night long. 63 40, lob it inside. Klingelhofer will score on the assist from Carter Reeson. Six now in the game for Josh. 65 to 40. As Arnhart brings it across there, Arnhart gets it across the timeline here. On the right side to Hadley. Back up top, they'll go to Chapman. Chapman to the free throw line, can't get the shot away. Kicks it out to Essex, 15 seconds. Essex trying to look down low for Rademacher, but he's covered. Back up top, down to eight seconds to go. Can Loomis get one more shot away? They're just going to have to throw something up here eventually, and in fact, it's going to be picked off. And instead of taking it in for the shot, they'll let time run out. The final score, the Amherst Broncos at home on Parents Night, 65-40 to 40 
over the Loomis Wolves. Lee West Sports Medicine Orthopedic Surgery Post Game Show. Coming your way. Stay with us here on ESPN Radio, KXPN, Kearney, and FlatRiverPreps.com. Platte Valley Auto, Heartland Chevrolet is Central Nebraska's leader in the automotive industry. Sales, service, parts and tires, great selection of new and pre-owned Ford, Lincoln, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep and Ram, Chevrolet, Buick. Three stores in the Heartland to serve you best. Platte Valley Auto, Lexington, Kearney, Heartland, Chevrolet, Buick, Lexington. Over 400 new and used to choose from. PlatteValleyAuto.com or HeartlandChevrolet.com. Or stop by and see us. Platte Valley Auto, beautiful downtown Lexington, top of the hill, Kearney, Heartland, Chevrolet, Lexington, Southside. Town & Country Bank is truly your hometown bank. We've been serving the central Nebraska region since 1905. We currently have offices in the communities of Ravenna, Pleasanton, Kearney, and Litchfield. Town & Country Bank is locally owned and managed. We pride ourselves in serving you through exceptional personal service. We also strive to offer you the latest in technological advancements. Stop by and visit with us about your financial needs or just to chat. The hometown bank with a big interest in serving you. We are Town & Country Bank. This broadcast is made possible in part and proudly sponsored by Billiter Trucking and Billiter Farms of Loomis. We appreciate all the hard work and dedication of our area athletes, coaches, and parents. You work hard every day to be the best you can be. Teamwork is key in everything you do in and out of the game. Billiter Trucking and Billiter Farms, a very proud supporter of all the area teams. Best of luck and go Loomis Wolves. South Central Diesel of Holdridge has over 100 years of diesel fuel injection experience and has been putting customer relationships first since 1971. They are factory authorized to repair all types of diesel fuel injection systems and have a full-service drive-in repair facility to repair your diesel Ford, Chevy, or Dodge pickup. SCD's factory trained technicians are committed to providing the best service to their customers. Stop by 115 South East Avenue in Holdridge for all your diesel pickup repairs, pumps and injectors, diesel performance parts, and turbochargers. Or call them at 1-800-228-8482 to put them to work for you. And with our producer engineer, Grant Ty, Doug Duda back with you here at Amherst. Again, thank you to Nick Dietz, the athletic director, and all the crew here as always for their hospitality. We had to work through some technical difficulties tonight, and we thank you, the fans, and the many fine sponsors for being with us. Girls game, Amherst 64-34. Hannah Herrick led the way tonight for Amherst and Hannah Stewart for Loomis here in the boys game. 65 to 40. Amherst jumped out 11 to nothing and 23 to 1 after one quarter in this battle of top 10 teams that will obviously raise some eyebrows not only around the conference but around the state uh, for the future opponents of these two teams. This is the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery Post Game Show, certified and fellowship trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule an appointment today. The Carney High girls were winners tonight over Lincoln East, 51-34. But Lincoln East beat the Carney High boys, 59-48. Carney High returns home to take on Omaha Central, both state rated, tomorrow at 4:30 for the girls. The boys to follow at about 6:15 here on ESPN Radio. While Kennesaw will host Donovan Trumbull on Power 99, and that will get underway at 4 o'clock. The Shelton girls beat Kennesaw tonight, 44 to 21. And the Kennesaw boys were leading Shelton 45-40, but that game should be about over. We'll have an update for you. It's on Power 99, plus St. Cecilia is uh, playing tonight against uh, Donovan Trumbull on KHAS. We'll come back and give you the final numbers of our game right after this on ESPN. 
CHS Agri-Service Center is proud of the area athletes and wishes them good luck in the game. CHS Agri-Service Center in Alma, Holdridge, Bertrand, Loomis, Roseland, Smithfield, Overton, Bladen, Blue Hill, and Elm Creek. People and resources you can count on always. Ryan Trampy is a very proud supporter of all area sports. Ever wonder what sets channel seed products apart from other seed? It's a direct connection to Monsanto, a company consistently recognized as a leader in seed and trait technology. Tested globally, locally, and then combined with the latest traits and treatments to ensure performance potential on your acres. I'm Ryan Trampy, your channel seed dealer. The Big Rack Shack is a one-stop shop for all your storage needs. Stop by their 15,000-square-foot showroom at 3210 Antelope Avenue in Kearney. From heavy-duty pallet racks to lightweight garage shelving, they have a wide variety of industrial-quality shelving that will last a lifetime. With the Midwest's largest selection of heavy-duty steel storage cabinets, workbenches, carts, vices, and more, you can find them on the web at BigRackShack.com or give them a call at 308-234-4464. Your local Pioneer team is with you from the word go during harvest season and every season. They have the latest performance data to help select the right corn products for each of your acres next year. Results start with industry-leading genetics, but it all comes down to conducting thousands of local on-farm trials to uncover more insights and maximize yields. When it's go time, work with your local Pioneer team to make the most of every acre with Pioneer brand corn products. Pioneer, with you from the word go. See Impact Seed. 37 Ag and Holdridge proudly sponsors this broadcast. At 37 Ag, we strive to use cutting-edge technology and management practices to feed and fuel a growing population for the next generation. 37 Ag owner Blake Johnson and family would like to wish the Lewis High School athletes good luck in this competition. Great food cold drinks, and shots of adrenaline. It's more than a night out. It's pulse-pounding action. This is Tri-City Storm Hockey, all season long at the Viero Center. This is the best game in town. For tickets and schedule, visit stormhockey.com. Grant, uh, just tell me, you can tell me again, Grant, what, what's the score on the Storm game? 1-1, Still 1-1. One one. It's been 1-1 one one for a long time. There's 15 minutes to go in regulation. Omaha and the Tri-City Storm, and then you go to Sioux Falls Saturday and Sunday. The Storm will return home next weekend in the annual Teddy Bear Toss, one of the more popular uh, promotions of the year, uh, coming up next Friday. Uh, let's go ahead and take a look at the final numbers of our basketball game. And before I give you the stats, just one of those things that I want to point out here, this was a game that we kind of played up, the coaches knew it, that might be for the Fort Carney Conference regular season championship. These might be the two best boys teams. That's a long way to go. The score didn't indicate that here tonight. Could have got intense. It could have got a little weird. It didn't. Loomis just kept playing basketball, and so did Amherst. It didn't get chippy. There was one time where they were kind of, getting at each other's grill just a little bit, uh, leaning on you defensively. But Loomis never got mad, took cheap shots. They just kept playing basketball, and Amherst just does what they do, and they were pretty solid all the way through the basketball game and kind of slowed it down. They got away from shooting quite as many threes there in the second and early third, and then some of the backups put up quite a few down the stretch, as you would normally see. But it ended up being just a solid basketball game tonight despite the score. All right, here's the numbers. 
For Loomis, Shea Swanson was held to three points. He had three rebounds. Quinn Johnson led the way with 14 points, seven rebounds. Kale Nelson, eight points, three rebounds. Gabe Kimball, one point, three rebounds. Wes Trompke had two points and one rebound. Aiden Perry, five points and three rebounds. Clay Meyer, two points, three rebounds. And Christian Blintow had five points and six rebounds in the basketball game. I had Loomis for 14 points in the first half, 26 in the second half, 40 points, 29 rebounds, 9 out of 16 from the free throw line, 3 of 13 from three-point land, 10 turnovers. Loomis will fall to 2-1 and one on the season. And as we said, they go home tomorrow to take on Bertrand. So they'll have their rivalry game with Bertrand tomorrow. And then they still have the game at Cambridge coming up on Tuesday at Anson Litchfield a week from the night. And then they'll have the first game next Saturday over at Hastings. And we'll have that for you as well. We'll have that for you coming up uh, on Power 99. That's the first game at 11-15. Let's also take a look at the final numbers now for Amherst. Boston Adelung, he had 5-3, 17 points in the rebound. Kobe Jones, a rebound and a block. Nolan Elo, 7 points and 4 rebounds. Josh Klingelhofer, 6 points, 5 rebounds. Ethan Elo, 2 points, 4 rebounds. Carter Riesland, 3 points, 3 rebounds. South Simmons, it seemed like he scored a lot tonight because he hit those first two threes, but then he just did everything else. 6 points, 6 rebounds. And Tage Hadwiger, 24 points, four rebounds, and three block shots. 36 points in the first half, 29 in the second half. Amherst, 65 points, 28 rebounds. Three out of five at the free throw line. 10 of 34 from three-point land. Four block shots and only five turnovers for Amherst, which is saying something against this Loomis defense. And Amherst is now 3-0. and They will play at Arcadia Loop City coming up on Tuesday at Axel one week from tonight, and then they'll play Central City over at Hastings College on the 18th, and actually with Lake Gothenburg coming up on the 21st. We'll take a quick break and talk to the head coach of the Amherst Broncos, Eric Rippon, right after this. CHS Agri-Service Center is proud of the area athletes and wishes them good luck in the game. CHS Agri-Service Center in Alma, Holdridge, Bertrand, Loomis, Roseland, Smithfield, Overton, Bladen, Blue Hill, and Elm Creek. People and resources you can count on always. All right, welcome back to the New West Post Game Show. Eric Rippin uh, joins us here. And, uh, Eric, uh, were you a surprise? I mean, the effort's there and you play well and all that, but were you a surprise the way that first quarter went uh, as probably everybody else in the building? Yeah, I mean, I didn't expect us to probably jump out, you know, the way we did. I knew that we had, we told our kids, I go, you've got to bring the energy. You've got to bring the effort. Um, you have to outwork these guys right from the get-go. You've got to set the tone. And, I mean, it speaks for itself. You know, that first quarter won us the basketball game, no doubt about it. Um, but it was on the defensive end. Uh, we just held a team that's averaging 60, 70-plus points to 40 tonight, you know, in one point in the first quarter. Um, and that's the kid who's, you know, Quinn Johnson is an unbelievable player, um, and whatever. And we knew we knew the job. We knew the job at task. And um, unfortunately, you know, shots or fortunately shots fell for us early. Um, but really proud of the kids' energy and effort, really, in that first quarter. Yeah, I was going to say it does help when a few shots go in early because that's when you made a majority of your three pointers was early on in the ball game. What was your defensive game plan here? Because I think it took Loomis. They, they were so far behind so quick. 
that you want to go to your studs, but they realized that they were going to have to go to maybe more of their role players. And I'm sure a lot of people either want to diamond into or, or, or take away both uh, Shea and Quinn. What was your plan coming in? Yeah. Um, like I said, we were just, we were going to face guard Johnson, wherever he went, we were going to have a guy, you know, on him. Um, and, you know, our team, we've got a lot of quick guards. We have three to four to five guys that we can run at him. So when a guy gets tired, next guy up, whatever. And that's what we told the kids coming in. And Shay, uh, very good ball handler, quick, getting an old smart player. Uh, we just tried to keep him out of the paint as much as possible because he really does a good job of getting to the paint and creating for the others. Um, but we just we tried to make it as tough as we could. We knew Johnson was going to find spots. He was going to hit some shots. We just wanted to make it tough on him. Um, and I thought we did a really good job of that. And like I said, Else when some shots fall, but that's what we do. You know, we also, we shoot the ball really well. Um, and, you know, we're going to take a lot of threes, but we have guys that I'm confident in to make a lot of threes as well. I probably got two more for you, and they're going to kind of contradict each other. I do want to take a look at that three-pointers because it seemed like you're not afraid to have any of the guys on the floor shoot the ball at any time. No, um, and that's, you know, the good thing about us. I mean, we started four guards and Tate Chadwicker tonight, you know, who's technically our big man, but shoot, the kid hit four or five threes himself tonight, you know, and I mean, any kid that we put on the court is capable to shoot a three. So I think that's why we're so tough to defend because the minute we get into the paint or the minute, you know, eyes go somewhere else, that opens up a shooter. And again, we had guys knock down some shots tonight. And then when you got the 20 point lead, it looked like you tried to slow them down a little bit. In fact, that last three minutes or so of the second quarter, hardly anything happened offensively. What were you trying to accomplish at that point? Well, I mean, Scout Simmons got his second foul, um, so that didn't help. He's kind of the guy who makes us really go. Um, but I thought our other kids came in and stepped up. And, again, we had a 20-point lead. Halftime's coming. I knew our kids were tired. We were okay with pulling the ball out and trying to get what we wanted. Um, and it not necessarily getting a good shot every time because, again, felt like we settled for some threes when we had opportunities to really maybe attack them. But, Again, I trust every kid on my team that, you know, with their decision-making and if they want to shoot a three, um, you know, we're going to let it fly um, and that sort. But uh, it was nice to see our kids really stay composed when they did make a little run or when we realized that our offense wasn't clicking, we just could pull it out, run a play, and I thought we executed plays really well. And I'm sure you kind of wanted to see how good your team was against the best team that you've played in these first three. I don't think that's a slight to Ravenna or South Luke. That's just the way it is. You got a lot of basketball still to play here in this month. We were talking about who Loomis is facing, but uh, Arcadia Loop City, you guys have enough of a rivalry in football. Axtell finds a way with Coach Heinrichs. And then Central City with the vast improvement from last year over at Hastings. Gothenburg's got some guys. Holiday tournament. Uh, who knows who you're going to see, but Carney Catholic's rated. York's going to be good. St. Cecilia has always got a program. There's a lot to do here. Yeah, um, it, it's just the beginning for us. Again, we had this long week to prepare for these guys, which we like, but it was it was a grind to get through practice this week, too. I mean, everyone just knew what was coming tonight, um, and so we wanted to get it here. But now, like I told the boys, I go, have your have your moment tonight, have your fun, and then we've got we've got a big week next week. Again, we go up to a play an Arcadia team who I know is going to give good effort, tough gym, go to Axtell, another tough gym who have some people who can put the ball in the hole. And then again, we go to Hastings where we didn't necessarily play great last year, and it's a fun environment against a very good Central City team. So looking forward to the you know, challenge. And finally, I have to say this because it's the first time I've seen Austin Adelung play really well, and I just wanted to mention he was obviously the most talented Adelung on your bench tonight. Oh, 100%. He makes Les look like, you know, 
a very average player, and even Trevor too. So um, he did what he does. He's a very good shooter, and if you leave him open, he'll make you pay. All right, Eric, we'll see you in Hastings next week. Yeah, thanks. I appreciate it. That's Eric Rippin, the head coach of your Amherst Broncos. They win it tonight by a score of 65-40. to 40. We'll take one last little 30-second break and wrap it up on the New West Postgame Show. Is back pain keeping you from doing the activities you enjoy? Is hip, knee, or ankle pain making even the shortest walks difficult? Is hand, wrist, or finger pain making you cut tasks short or take frequent pauses? New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery is here to tell you that you don't have to live with the pain. With training in a wide range of specialties, New West has the doctor to get you back into the game. Schedule your appointment today. No referral is necessary. All major insurances accepted. Well, if you're looking for more basketball, it looks like we've got it on Power 99 as Shelton able to send it into overtime. It sounds like they're down to the final second, if I caught that right, maybe at 58 all with uh, Kennesaw. So uh, if you're looking for more basketball on the way home, check it out on Power 99, 98.9 FM. Again, Carney boys fall to Lincoln East, 59-48. Carney high girls won 51-34. Shelton girls beat Kennesaw 44-21. to and uh, tomorrow, back here on Power 99, 4 o'clock, it'll be Kennesaw hosting Donovan Trumbull, 4.30 on ESPN. We'll wrap with you right now. It'll be Carney High taking on Omaha Central. And that's going to wrap things up. You've been listening to the U.S. Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery post-game show, certified and fellowship-trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. Schedule your appointment today. Again, a big thanks to everyone here at Amherst. A double huge hundred times thanks to our producer engineer, Grant Ty, for helping us out tonight. This is Doug Gooden saying, enjoy your weekend, safe on the roads. We'll see you tomorrow. The proceeding has been a Platte River Radio ESPN Tri-City Sports Production brought to you by Platte River Preps. To download this podcast or any of our podcasts, visit platteriverpreps.com.